0: Let's go now! So wing better! We want a pitcher, not a belly itcher! We want a catcher, not a belly scratcher.
1: Some quick housekeeping up top. Uh, we've been hinting towards it a couple times at the end of episodes but we've got a couple announcements we've we've got to make here a couple things planned for the month of august uh we are planning to do a live podcast from the citizens bank park parking lot uh tailgating a phillies game uh and interviewing some fans just talking phil's we obviously have made it no secret that we are in the Philadelphia area and our Phillies fans and uh, no better place to gain listenership than tailgating a Phillies game.
0: Yeah. We'll, you know, we can definitely talk just baseball in general with y'all. If you, you want to stop by, we'll, we'll post some more details on social media as they become available. Um, right now we're targeting August 20th for this. The, um, the Phillies are playing a double header against the Mets. Big, big, uh, Big day for the Phillies and the Mets. I think the first game's at 1 o'clock. Um, and then I guess the second game will be whenever the first game <laughs> ends. Um, so we'll be, we'll be hanging out there in the parking lot, you know, doing some interviews, hanging out, talking baseball. Um, so come on by. It'll be, it'll be a good time. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to interact with some of y'all.
1: Yeah, we will be uh hanging out all day pretty much recording throughout the afternoon uh, with whatever characters decide to uh, come <laughs> and join there, the show. There will be characters. And there will be characters. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Um but in addition to that, we're going to we're going to promote it at the game as well. Um but we're going to do a jersey raffle, uh Phillies jersey raffle. We'll announce that on Twitter shortly, uh, and there will be an announcement tweet uh, that serves as your entry. You you know you just got to retweet and follow the account, the Belliutris Twitter at Belliutris Pod, and that will give you an entry to win a Phillies jersey of your choice.
0: Or I guess if you're not a Phillies fan and you're some sort of Mets fan that's wandered down I ninety five. Maybe you some know, sort what, you know, of Mets fan. you know what we'll buy you we'll buy you a Phillies cinder guard
1: jersey there we go that's happy good medium. yeah yeah that's perfect um but yeah we'll be we'll be uh drawing the raffle after the game you know hoping we'll get some entries at the game promoting that and um yeah just looking to do some some out of the box things here to grow the show and just make it more than a couple talking heads uh shooting the shit about baseball
0: yeah tell tell your friends come on come on down we'll we'll post details about where we're set up and we'd love to love to see you
1: yeah yeah it'll be fun i am i'm i'm very excited to just sit outside and and talk shop (laughs) yep
0: yep and all right i guess that without further ado here's the episode
1: Hello again, our loyal listeners. It is just after 6 p.m. on trade deadline day, recording this August 2nd right after the deadline. And the biggest story is that the Phillies have DFA'd Odubel Herrera and Jarius Familia.
0: Yeah, we're not going to talk about any of the big trades. We're just going to talk about (laughs) what the Phillies did and how we got rid of those two guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was funny that news came like right after the Brandon Marsh mm-hmm. trade and everyone on Twitter was just like, no more Familia, no more O'Doubel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it watching Familia pitch
0: was was absolutely brutal. It was brutal. Like
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What was his ERA like 9?
1: Something something horribly bad. Yeah. Uh so I'm glad we got rid of those two. Uh but uh we'll get to our Phillies eventually. The, yeah, the yeah. biggest story of course obviously is uh Juan Soto getting shipped off to the Padres. Uh Nat's finally cleaning house of the last remaining important player of the 20 2019 World Series run.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're
1: I guess they still have Strasburg, but he's He's he, he'll he'll be out of there eventually. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's pretty crazy that you know in three years they went from winning the World Series to now pretty much all those guys are on new teams. A, a Marlins, a Marlins esque uh, performance by the right. Nationals. But th- this is a huge, huge trade for the Padres. I mean, Juan
1: Soto is I think he's like twenty three right now. Yeah, it feels like he is. He's been in the league forever. Uh, but he is in fact 23. Um, Just young stud, younger to, than us. Yeah, to uh, line up
0: there with <laughs> with Tatis now and Machado. Um, they're these are, and then they they made some other moves too. They got Josh Hader, and and then and also in that trade they got Josh Bell, um, from the Nationals. Which I mean, those three moves are World Series moves right there. Which. I you love to see it, just a team, you know, saying screw it, we're doing it. This is our year. We're we're going out and getting these guys. Um, so th- I don't know. This is this is super exciting for me. Juan Soto. I think before the deadline, we had said, you know, where where would Soto fit in? Where would where would he, you know, what what team like matches his sort of vibe and right. energy? I think we both we both said Padres.
1: Yeah, now, Padres is like a great fit. We we might have manifested know. that, dude. <laughs> yeah, did we did we break that? <laughs> um But yeah, Soto like yeah, you're right. The the vibes in San Diego are just going to be so high. Yeah. Like in your face. It yeah, right. Flash. They're like they're going to be the flashiest, cockiest uh swaggiest team in the league. Uh, they're going to be super fun for sure. I the they are so all in right now. I mean, their lineup is filthy. Um, their their pitching is 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 good. It can get. I I think that's where. Uh, I think that is the biggest thing is the the pitching being consistent from here on out because mm-hmm. they have guys who have been great or shown signs of great pitching uh it's just a matter of consistency because you know the lineup is so so big and bad and scary but the pitching is really what is key in the playoffs and they have it it's just a matter of will these guys perform you know we saw Joe Musgrove had a great start to the year Blake Snell obviously was a Cy Young a few years ago you Darvish uh Still can pitch well, Mike Clevenger, and mm-hmm. then they got Hater in the back end of the bullpen. Right, that's that's um, a
0: that might be overlooked, I guess. In, in the in the Juan Soto pickup is is Hater, who's probably the best closer in in the league for the last couple of years here. Um, yeah, he's been pretty much
1: them. he's been pretty much untouchable uh, for the past few years, and I, I guess once you get to the, the good thing for the Padres is, like, once you get to those clutch situations, you know you have Hater locking it down. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of getting there, right. whether it be the starters giving you enough or the bats giving you enough in general for to outweigh, like, you know, maybe a bad starting, uh, starting outing. But, yeah, the Padres are, are so all in, and they're going to be exciting to watch.
0: Yeah. I guess so – Moving on to some other teams, Houston made a couple of big splash moves. Um, they got Trey Mancini from the Orioles, uh, Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox. Um, they also traded um, Jake Odorizzi um, to the Braves for Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all solid moves for them. I think the the Padres it's it's pretty exciting because they went from a team that's probably going to make to the play make it to the playoffs to a team that now is you know is going is going for the world series whereas Houston right. you know they've had the, they've had the the world series or bust you know sticker on their car for a while now <laughs> and and these these moves just kind of solidify um some of those hopes
1: yeah you said that well i they they're a team that like already probably has world series potential um they're they're quietly like i don't know third best record in the league or something like that they're right up there with the with the yankees right now Mm -hmm. um but yeah these moves are a little more safe and a little more or less like you know shoving all your chips into the middle of the table and more just like you know here here's a little bet here we're 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 taking a little little more low-key but yeah yeah uh you know they're not as flashy as like a Hater or a Soto, but they also seemingly don't have to go that far to make the jump to like serious uh, World Series contention, right? But that's, I like the moves they made. I like the moves yeah. they made.
0: Yeah, it's 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 sad to see Trey Mancini leave the Orioles. Um, especially, you know, they the Orioles had a really really great month of July. Um, mm-hmm. Mancini, you know, I. I, I I'd recommend people go check out his story if if you don't know it. I think I think he got diagnosed with cancer a couple of years ago. Beat that shit. Came back major leaguer. It's, it it is a it is a good feel good story. Um, so sad to see him go for the from the Orioles who, who were there with him in the tough times. But th- now he's on a on a team that'll you know should probably be in the ALCS,
1: which is yeah, is exciting. Yeah, yeah, you're it, it's. It's sad to see him leave the Orioles right when they're uh you know starting to make a little noise around the league but uh yeah it'll be cool to see him on on a real contender.
0: Mhm. I guess you want to you want to talk Yankees next.
1: Yeah, I guess they'd be the next biggest buyer. I mean uh uh-huh. They they fit in um I guess the next rung of uh World Series contenders. I mean, from the start of the season, they've been at the top. Right. Um, and they made a handful of moves. Uh, they've already got, like, a pretty damn complete roster. But uh, they, a few days back, uh, got a hold of Andrew Benintendi from the Royals. Um, they they dumped off Joey Gallo, who was struggling this year. Um, and... What else am I missing?
0: They right at the right at the buzzer, of the deadline. They they picked up Harrison Bader from the Cardinals, outfielder from the Cardinals. But then they traded away uh, pitcher Jordan Montgomery. Uh, right,
1: and that was a weird one because Harrison Bader is hurt, and he has been for a little while. Uh huh. I think he's uh, dealing with plantar fasciitis, and Ooh. will be booted up for. A lot more of the season, but I, you know, they've got a lot more of the season left uh, as World Series hopefuls. So I guess they'll look for even more outfield depth uh, come late playoffs.
0: Yeah, they also they also picked up um, Frankie Montes and Lou Trevino.
1: Right, two from, very from good the arms. Yeah, In, so I guess the A's fire sale is, is not over. They <laughs> they dumped off yeah. Chapman and. Olsen at the beginning of the season and uh-huh now their are there uh remaining good arms are out the door as well yeah the Yankees are just kind of doing a similar thing to the to the Astros they're yeah yep they're definitely. World Series hopefuls and adding just some depth it's not even depth that they necessarily need but it's depth that undoubtedly is gonna help you know you you can never have too many bullpen arms in the in the playoffs and trevino and and montes are really solid uh they'll be good for them for sure uh and yeah ben was an all star this year it's uh they just are are a loaded roster they're they're uh gonna continue to be really damn good <laughs>
0: I guess moving away from the Yankees, maybe we'll, we can gloss over some some picks here. The Mariners got Louis Castillo from the Reds and Jake Lamb from the
1: Dodgers. Um, yeah, the Castillo the Castillo pickup is is great for them. Yep, that. I mean, he was probably the best starting pitcher that got moved. Um, I would have said on the market, but one of the things we also have to touch on is that Carlos Rodon didn't get moved yep and that the giants didn't end up selling at all right um but yeah luis castillo was a great pickup for the mariners i really like that for them uh and i really hope they make the playoffs
0: yeah that i they're they're trending that way right now i guess i guess right now we're gonna we're moving into the stage of picks where all a lot of these guys improve the team's I don't know if they, they moved the needle to make them World Series contenders, but they definitely, all these moves are definitely for the playoff push, um, for, for these last two months of the season. I think the Mariners are included in that. Um, the Blue Jays picked up Whit Merrifield from the Royals. Um, the Blue Jays are, are in the playoff hunt right now. Um, who else? The, the Twins picked up, picked up two pitchers. Um, they're, they're kind of in the thick of that AL Central. Mm -hmm. um divisional race
1: yeah they're in a a position where they sort of need to win their division just like based on where the other wildcard teams lie yeah i think
0: Um, i think in the al east we'll probably get two wildcard teams um who who might both have like over 90 wins um (laughs) which is the al east is stacked um but anyways So the, I, I think you're right in that whoever wins that the division, there's probably there might just be one team coming out of that division. Um, and it'll right. Be whoever wins it, um, so that's th- those are two solid pickups um, for them. Who else we got here? The Cardinals picked up two two pitchers who they're kind of in a similar situation with the Reds where um, they might they might need to win the NL Central if they want to make the playoffs, depending on. How the Phillies do, how the Padres do, how the Giants do, um,
1: right? And and the Cardinals were in Soto talks for a while, but uh, it never really felt to me like they were going to go all in for Soto. No, that, it that's not really the Cardinals' way. It seems they're they're very like particular. Yeah, that organization, like they they're not a team that will just like dump off all their prospects. You know,
0: quick quick little belly itchers prediction here what do we o, got oh we got otani to the cardinals he's, oh right he's yeah in, we
1: had talked about that there's there, that would be very cardinals to to sign otani
0: there's just some guys and like some teams that seem like they fit well like we like we had mentioned earlier just talking about soto and the padres otani to the to the cardinals is one of those things but let's let's get to the let's get to what we're really waiting for here what the people are are tuning into and that's to talk about some of these phillies moves here oh yeah we, we mentioned earlier about familia and Odubal getting dfa'd uh so long stink town
1: <laughs> yeah that that just like brings the vibes of the team way way high yeah not having to deal with Odubal and familia again but yeah phil's made a couple moves They're they're kind of in that range of the Twins, Mariners, Cardinals, like, you know, definitely pushing to make the playoffs, um, but not exactly all in for World Series. And I think them going with uh, Syndergaard over R- Rodan uh, kind of shows that, you know. Right. Rodon obviously didn't get moved, but... He would have commanded he, a little more in the market. Exactly. and And like Cindergard he likely would have been a rental um and a, a much pricier rental and one that would more fit on a team that is really pushing for world series but anyway phil's get Cindergard and uh Brandon Marsh in separate trades with mm-hmm. the Angels I guess they hung up the phone and then went back to them and said you know what let's yeah <laughs> let's, let's let's make another um, it was so yeah, nice I we like did it twice moves. I like these moves for the fills uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Robertson's a, a good
0: pickup <clears> for <throat> oh, us oh right
1: Robertson too um, yeah
0: the, the bullpen this year actually there's been a couple guys that have been, you know Familia was one of those guys but there's been a couple of guys that have been shaky but I think overall it's definitely took a a step forward over the last two years and and Robertson's right. just another addition to that Um, you know it's it it, it kind of has been like throwing <laughs> throwing poop at the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, and, yeah. And so hopefully we're finally out of that out of that uh phase of the bullpen.
1: Yeah, the fills are like a, a a less lethal version of the of the Padres, where they have like <laughs> yeah. a pretty. That's a great. That's a great. A comparison. pretty like power heavy. Uh lineup like yeah you know like a a lineup that is to be feared Mm -hmm. uh and then pitching that can be really good but also can be really shitty (laughs) um except padres obviously went all in much more than the when than the phils did right um but yeah either way i like these moves for for our phillies yeah i agree any any surprises
0: um that we haven't talked about yet i know for me uh i guess like the cubs were gonna be sellers and right those guys i guess got that
1: moved. that's that's sort of the biggest surprises is less who got moved and more who didn't get moved mm-hmm. uh the red sox and cubs were both seen to be sellers uh going into the deadline and uh the Red Sox ended up buying, actually, you know, nothing too big. They got Hosmer and Tommy Pham. But, yeah, they had a lot of pieces that were looking like they would be moved. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, J.D. Martinez, and then the Cubs. It was, like, almost known that they were going to get rid of Contreras and Ian Happ. And then they, they just hugged. did nothing. <laughs> yeah, they hugged it out. They had their, their last, uh, like game at Wrigley seemingly. And then nothing happened.
0: They, they got to go out and like party tonight or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's odd, but, uh, um, but yeah, there wasn't as much buildup to, uh, the giants being sellers as there was to the red Sox and the cubs. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of came out of not exactly out of nowhere, but like Rodon and Jock Peterson were thought to be moved. Both guys obviously could be really helpful to a contender, um, but yeah, they're, they, they stayed put, they held on to those guys and I guess they want to make the playoffs. They think that that last wild card spot is up for grabs. Um, you and think, it, I think it they're kind like of about is, 500 you know?
0: right now. So if they, if they go on a hot streak here at the end of the season and then either the Cardinals or Phillies fall off that, you know, they could, they could end up squeaking into the playoffs. Yeah. I, yeah. I think if they got rid of Peterson and, uh, Rodon, and there's, there's, you know, that lessens those chances.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe
0: maybe it's another surprise for me is some other teams that weren't buyers. You know, maybe like Braves, Mets didn't really make any huge moves. Mets got Vogelbach. Um, trying to think who else. The Bre- the Brewers didn't really make any moves except getting rid of of Hader.
1: Yeah, I guess we we didn't really talk about that from the Brewers side. What mm-hmm. like what? Do you, what did that shock you? I was surprised that they shipped off Hader.
0: I, I was pretty surprised too, considering that like the Brewers are right now in the playoffs and are are in a big playoff race. Maybe they just figure they'd rather get some more guys back, um, and and let Hader walk. I don't know. is his was his contract up at the end of the year?
1: i don't think so i think he hmm. still has a few years left uh and they have a really strong bullpen and obviously their starting pitching is great too um but hater isn't really someone who's that expendable like even if you have a really good bullpen those those lights out closers are hard to come by
0: yeah um yeah, that's, I mean, that's why you can put his name up there with, you know, maybe three or four other guys across the league that you, you want on your team. You know, you take them on your team in a heartbeat where, you know, there's some other guy. I mean, like, look at the Phillies, a guy like Corey Knebel. It's like, yeah, he's a closer. Is he lights out? Probably not. No. Like, right. <laughs> Josh yeah, like, Hader, when Josh Hader comes into the game, the game's over.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and, you know even like I was saying, even if you have a strong bullpen, getting rid of a guy like that really shakes things up because that is just a role that no one is really competing for or even thinking that they're gonna have and then all right. of a sudden that's a great point you got all these guys that uh you know it'll likely be Devin Williams, but y- you got a bunch of other guys that maybe are fighting for that spot, and then it kind of shakes up the rest of the bullpen
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, all good points. Yeah, I guess overall, moving forward, really, just looking forward to see how this this new look Padres team uh, comes together, um, and I guess overall, just seeing you know our Phillies and then how some of these other smaller moves that they end up panning out, and I don't know, we got two months left. Here we go, baby.
1: Yeah, now we're really kicking it into overdrive i like the padres obviously is one of the biggest moves in the like in a while (laughs) deadline history maybe um seemingly reshapes your team um but yeah like it's it's going to be interesting to see how how they how how they fare the rest of the season you know and when they get tatis back and how all these new pieces fit in um they're definitely gonna have the most eyes on them moving forward in terms of like seeing how they are pre-deadline versus post-deadline uh a lot of the others are are kind of just you know plug and play type things but yeah padres feel like a a new team at this point
0: i'm gonna uh, tomorrow when the rosters get updated for mlb the show i'm gonna have to pop in there maybe simulate a season maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, just start yeah. a new
1: franchise with uh, yeah with crunch the, the numbers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the way to do it that kind of does it for deadline talk uh you know there's a lot to lot to uh there's a lot to go over for from what happened today and the past couple of days but there's only so much we can really say uh, moving forward uh so this is a quick one uh thanks for listening and uh we look forward to seeing where these teams go uh post deadline and who can make that that next step into the playoffs or into the world series well said i i don't have anything else (laughs) (laughs) all right well we're done here see ya (laughs) see ya